0: I'm Jason Epperson, this is RV Miles, and it's time for this week's RV and Camping News Roundup. This episode is sponsored by Togo RV, now a part of Road Pass Digital. A Togo RV Plus membership gives you discounts, checklists, maintenance reminders, RV-specific route navigation, and more. If you've been thinking about joining at the current rate of $39 a year, time is running out. Togo RV Plus will soon go from $39 to $49 a year. Lock in that $39 rate, plus save $10 off with the promo code RVMILES10X. Members have access to the village social network, OvernightRVParking.com, Road Trippers Plus, and the recently added Campendium Premium features. Lock in that $39 a year price today and save $10 with the code RVMILES10X at togorv.com. We're diving headfirst into a big news week this week with the California Air Resources Board, or CARB, who passed a regulation on Thursday aimed at small off-road engines. The regulation will ban the sale of portable generators in the state, which includes generators mounted in recreational vehicles. The ruling bans the sale of gas-powered leaf blowers and lawnmowers beginning in 2024 portable generators will be required to meet more stringent standards in 2024 and meet zero emission standards starting in 2028. 2024 generators will have to improve their efficiency by somewhere between 40 and 90 percent, which seems unrealistic in such a short period of time. So the reality is it will be very hard to find a generator in California in two years. The original text of the ruling was ambiguous on whether the use of generators will be banned. That has since been cleared up. You will still be able to use a generator you already own in California, so there will be no issue for current RV owners or those who travel into the state. The new regulation does not apply to diesel or propane generators, but it will apply to gasoline generators, either portable or mounted in an RV. The ruling seems directly aimed at landscaping businesses, trying to get them to adopt battery power. But does lumping generators in with lawnmowers and leaf blowers make sense, especially in a state with so many power outages? A comparable solar system to a $400 generator costs in the tens of thousands of dollars and still hampered by a cloudy day. The RV industry has recently embraced solar power heavily, but the reality is without expensive upgrades, it's impossible to run the electrical systems on an RV without shore power or a generator. Many people, even those with solar power systems, use their generators for emergency power. Now, according to RVbusiness.com, members of the RV industry spoke directly to CARB regarding the regulation to no avail, with one saying, As an employer of more than 500 workers in the state of California, I'm concerned about the effect on our industry with the loss of sales, jobs, customer satisfaction, and the safety of RVs in the state of California. Fully steel encased Saloon tires have been a popular replacement and upgrade for 5th wheel RV owners of late, but over the course of the past several months we've seen many social media posts about blowouts and tread separation. I'm always skeptical about tire problems because most are probably due to a puncture that never gets detected or under inflation but that's not the case here. A recall has been issued for 84,351 Saloon trailer tires under the Saloon, Rodex, Black Lion, Black Hawk, and Ironhead brands. It's a couple different sizes of tires that were manufactured between the 20th and 41st week of 2020. And you can find that date code stamped on the side of your tire. Saloon says belt separation could occur due to a manufacturing issue, which of course can lead to vehicle control loss and increased crash risk. Saloon will replace the tires free of charge. Owner notification letters are expected to be mailed in December. Owners should contact Saloon customer service and we'll link to an article with all this detailed information in the description down below. In a normal year, used RV values would be decreasing in the fall due to the end of the prime camping season, but this is no normal year. Many have wondered at what point RV values might begin to decrease after an unprecedented seller's market was ushered in during the pandemic. The answer is not yet. BlackBook has released its October wrap-up of the wholesale auction market, showing that both motorhome and trailer values increased again after a slight dip in August and September. The average motorhome selling price was just over $81,000, up 8.5% from the previous month and its highest value ever. The average trailer selling price was $22,313, up 1.3%. Meanwhile, the RV Industry Association has increased its projection for the number of RVs being produced this year to over 600,000. To put that into perspective, the industry has only topped 500,000 units once when they delivered 504,000 back in 2017. So it should come as no surprise that Thor Industries, maker of more RVs than anyone, posted quarterly net sales of $3.96 billion on Wednesday an increase of 56% over the same period in an already busy 2020. Thor's backlog of orders has also increased. It's now more than $18 billion worth of RVs waiting to be manufactured. Manufacturers have been able to begin restocking dealerships a bit. Inventories are increasing, but they're still well below normal. Thor's CEO, Bob Martin, says the restocking process could possibly extend into calendar year 2023. Winnebago's CEO, Mike Happy, doesn't know if inventories will ever be the same. One of Winnebago's most interesting new offerings, the Echo, has been rife with production issues, including months of delays and the cancellation of one of the two floor plans. But now that people are finally getting their orders, there's a problem. There's a sump pump in the shower base that's right over the inverter, and it's leaking directly into the electronics. According to an email that went out to Echo owners, Winnebago will soon be issuing a formal recall, and they're asking owners to not use their showers until the solution has been found and implemented. Unfortunately, several new Echo owners left their long journey this week to Forest City, Iowa to pick up their Echo empty-handed. Crude oil prices have tumbled a bit since news of the Omicron COVID-19 variant broke. Meanwhile, the national average price for a gallon of gas dropped a bit to $3.33, down about a dime from a month ago. But J.P. Morgan says there's still reason to believe oil could spike dramatically in the coming months, perhaps more than double the price it's at now by 2023. Most of crude's price is in the hands of OPEC Plus, the group of oil producing nations, including Saudi Arabia and Russia, that has dramatic influence on global prices. JP Morgan's strategists say OPEC is likely to pause planned monthly increases of 400,000 barrels per day in 2022 in order to balance the market and potentially cut a pending impact of new COVID variants. Today's national gasoline average is up $1.21 from a year ago and up 70 cents over this time in 2019, pre-pandemic. The National Park Service has announced its intention to implement a timed entry reservation system at the heavily visited Arches National Park in 2022. The pilot will run from April 3rd to October 3rd, and visitors can book first-come, first-served reservations on recreation.gov beginning at 8 a.m. mountain time on January 3rd. The park will release reservations three months in advance and monthly blocks. So on January 3rd, reservations will open from April 3rd to April 30th, and additional months will continue the same pattern. Full details can be found at rvmiles.com or in the description below. Arches regularly closes its gates during the busy season when the limited parking lots are full. Cars often wait for hours on the roadside for the gates to open. Visitors waiting can get angry, often shouting at rangers after having their vacation day ruined. The new system should help alleviate the crowding and allow travelers confidence to go to the park and be able to get in. We've got all the details, including how you received your timed entry over at RVMiles.com. We'll have a full breakdown of all the changes coming to national parks in 2022 on an upcoming video. Finally, a Rivian R1T, the first battery-powered light-duty pickup, has traveled cross-country pulling a trailer. According to the folks over at the TFL Truck YouTube channel, this is the first time an electric truck has towed cross country. Well documented on the Instagram account Gideon the Rivian, a couple pulled a Ford Mustang on a flatbed trailer, a total of over 6,000 pounds, or the average weight of a small RV, from Los Angeles to Detroit, somewhere around 2,500 miles. How often did they have to stop to charge up? About every 100 miles, for an hour, with quite a few issues getting a trailer into charging stations. It's going to be a long time before electric trucks are great for towing heavy trailers long distances, but I can't help but think how perfect a Rivian would be for a small teardrop trailer, especially with their pullout kitchen option. That's it for this week's RV and camping news brief. Join us here each and every weekend for all the latest. See you next time.